everybody, welcome back to Jay's Fit Down, a football podcast. I'm your host, Jay Gay, here today with Josh Solo. He is the co-host of the Giant Tech Podcast, um, covering the New York Giants football team. Josh, I appreciate you joining us today here on the podcast to talk some football. Jay, thanks so much for inviting me, man. This is super fun. Um, I know we just talked for a minute a little off-air about the Giants because when we're recording this tonight, they're going to be playing their first preseason game against the Pats. So, I'm excited for football, just probably, you're, you're probably more excited than I am, but I think we're about the same range, uh, both very excited for football, so thanks so much for inviting me, man. Oh yeah, no problem. So, speaking of the New York Giants, um, last couple of years haven't been that good, uh, you know, you guys, <laughs> No, <laughs> he's up on me, Josh, a little bit now, um, you know, you brought, guys brought in uh, Joe Judge, two years, that didn't work out so well, they dismissed him, so tell me about Brian DeBall, and what do you think? this Giants team is capable of under him offensively, defensively? Yeah, so uh, Brian Dable, Brian DeBall, there's, there's, I, I think DeBall is the way that he likes to pronounce, but I know some beat reporters that kind of go either way, um, but it doesn't matter the pronunciation, let's just talk about his history. He was with the Buffalo Bills um, in these past, I would say, last couple years. I know he was there most recently, their offensive coordinator looking towards getting a head coaching job somewhere in the NFL. He ends up going with the Giants. If you remember, um, it was between a couple of Bryans, Brian Dable or DeBall and Brian Flores. Um, we had the whole thing going on with who was going to be the coach and then the whole Bill Belichick tech situation. That doesn't matter anymore. But um, so it ends up bringing DeBall and he's supposed to bring a high offensive system with a big playbook, which is something Joe Judge, who was formerly a special teams coordinator with the Patriots before being the Giants head coach. So he really brought nothing but 1980s run heavy football with DeBall. He's supposed to be a little bit more motion heavy, um, kind of similar to what you see with Buffalo Bills offense and Josh Allen, some deep plays and also a lot of motion at the line with wide receivers going in motion from left to right and also running backs like Saquon Barkley being used more in the passing game compared to the run game, which is what we saw with Joe Judge, although Barkley's been injured a lot. But that's what the ball is supposed to be bringing, high, heavy offense, and that's what I'm excited for. Okay, yeah, and the, and this is going to be interesting because, you know, Daniel Jones, who is the starting quarterback for the New York Giants, has been since the 2019 draft, has kind of had a, a rocky career to start. Um, what's your take on him, and is this the year that he's got to, you know, is this the year for him that he's got to do this? He's got to step up and lead this Giants team or else, you know, could changes possibly be made? Yeah, uh, to answer your question, this is the year because the Giants declined his fifth-year option and it's either big contract or no contract for Jones at the end of this year. If he performs, the Giants can sign him on. Who knows how much? You know, we know that Deshaun Watson, quarterbacks like that, Kyler Murray, quarterbacks are getting the money. So if Jones performs this year, he can get the money. If he doesn't, then that's when the Giants start to look in the draft or trade possibility. Now, can he do it? Um, in training camp so far, I'm sure you've been seeing the clips on Twitter, either from us at the Giant Take or all around social media. There have been picks in training camp from Jones. He hasn't looked great. That's against Wink Martindale's defense, who's blitz heavy, and the defense knows what, what's coming. They know he's going to pass the ball. There's no tackling, so I, you've got to take that with a grain of salt. I think Jones can do it. I have the I have the positivity. I'm, I'm trying to be positive that I think Jones can do it this year, but it's a matter of if he does it. And if the interceptions are there, if the fumbles are there, if the injuries are there, which has been the past couple of years with Jones has gotten injured a little bit, um, then that's gonna be it's gonna be scary with what's gonna happen because then that Giants quarterback position is a little bit up in the air coming next offseason. But I hope he can perform this year and get things done. 
Yeah, um, you know he's no Josh Allen, but Daniel Jones, uh, you know, and, and he gets he gets a lot of slander, you know, some of which is justified. But Daniel Jones is still a guy, you know, he's he's still a good quarterback, I believe, and I believe that under Brian uh, the ball, he's going to improve, and uh, you know, hope because I'm sure <laughs> Brian's going to have you know those turnovers turnovers limited because you know you can't turn the ball over, especially when football games, and, you know, so, especially like you mentioned with that motion-heavy offense, you know, um, and receiving core, you got Kadarius Tony looking to step up huge this year, um, you know, a speedster can take the top off the defense, um, so I believe, and to talk about this, man, real quick, how important is it for Saquon Barkley to, to stay healthy to this offense? You know, Saquon Barkley was asked on WFAN the other day, which is like the New York sports station, what his definition of a bust is. And I thought that was a great question. And Saquon really answered it as, basically, they said, like, will you ever be considered a bust? Like, what do you think of people who call you a bust? And he's like, I will never be a bust. For someone who's a bust, it's someone that goes into training and on the field and they don't perform on the ways that they were supposed to. And for me, it's been funky these last years with injuries. And I, I honestly, I agree with him because it's not like, oh, Saquon Barkley's a bust. I mean, he's gotten so unlucky in his career with injury after injury, people stepping on his foot, him tripping on other people's feet. And I mean, how important to answer your question, how important is it for him to stay on the field? It's extremely important in the way that just like, our quarterback position is kind of up in the air come next year if Jones doesn't perform. I think with Saquon Barkley, I mean, people were saying it this offseason to trade Saquon. If he doesn't perform this year, it's going to be even more next offseason. So for Saquon, I think especially because DeBall wants to involve him as a wide receiver threat this year. Um, I've been seeing a lot of plays, and I've been going to Giants training camp where he starts in the backfield and then he goes to the slot. I think that in the run, in the running game, and in the passing game, he's going to be a pivotal threat for the New York Giants if he's able to stay healthy, and I think he's going to be a big part of this Giants offense. Yeah, and part of it, uh, you mentioned, you know, the injuries, and that has to do a little bit with the offensive line not being able to get any push off the ball, you know. Uh, so I know the offensive line is another huge component this year. It, you know, What's your thoughts on that, and have they improved this offseason as a unit? Or are they in the same spot? I mean, you know, Evan Neal, is that going to help out? What are your whole takes on the O-line heading to 2022? Yeah, so I think with Joe Shane coming in here as the new general manager for the Giants, I think he did a good job so far in year one of his reconstruction of, the, of this offensive line. Now, is there more work to be done? Yes. Did he sign some guys? Yes. He brought in John Feliciano, a new center. Brought in Mark Lewinsky, a new right guard. He brought in Evan Neal, like you mentioned, the first-round pick for the Giants at right tackle. We still have Andrew Thomas, our left tackle. Left guard's a little questionable. Our backups are a little questionable. But for what we brought in, Evan Neal, I mean, the guy's getting off to a little of a slow start in training camp, but from what you saw in college, the guy's a beast at his position. And then you have him and Andrew Thomas, two youngsters at your tackles on either side. That's great. That means you hope that no edge rushers will come off the line and tackle Daniel Jones or sack Daniel Jones or get to Saquon Barkley quickly. The inner depth, I would say, so like that left guard, center, right guard, it's a little shaky, especially with, um, unfortunately, Marcus McKeithen, who was a fifth-round pick this year for the Giants, already uh, tore his ACL, I believe it was, at Giants Fan Fest. So he's already out for the year. Um, so that, that there's a lack of depth there. Matt Gano, who was another free agent the Giants signed, he's actually, compl- uh, I, I think it was, he's like contemplating retirement. So the Giants released him, so they got rid of his contract. 
So that's already two guys that were down. Um, and Josh Azudu, the third round pick right now, is struggling with an injury and he won't play tonight. So still question marks on the, on this offensive line. But to answer your question, yes, it is better. They are definitely better. Joe Shane's done a good job so far. It's just all a matter of can they give Jones more time to throw the ball? Yeah, and the tackle spot, as you know, um, in in this game, especially with it being so pass heavy, now with all these offenses in the league, you need um, you need good pass protection. You really do. You know, I mean, look at the Rams; they had great pass protection all year, and they won a Super Bowl, right? You know, you know gave Matthew Stafford time to throw the ball, and you know, so that's huge. And there's kind of been a revolving door at those tackle spots for the Giants last year. Kind of, you know, Nate Solder and Will Hernandez kind of been inconsistent, but I feel like now with Andrew Thomas at left tackle and Evan Neal at right tackle, they've got a two solid, like you said, two solid young um, guys out there at those positions, so that should be much helpful for the team going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, I was talking about it with my co-host on the Giant Take, Alex, it's like, you're hoping that these guys are the left and right tackle for the New York Giants for the next decade. That's it. Like, you're not going to have to look at another starting offensive tackle. You're hoping for literally the next five to ten years, because these guys, if they play, you know, if they're solid, then that that they're the they're the guys. Like no one's coming in to replace Andrew Thomas right now. No one's coming in to replace Evan Neal. They have nothing to worry about. There's no competition there. They are the starting guys, and I think they know that. Thomas in year one was a little shaky. He's much better now. I'm excited to see him on the field. And you know, like we talked about already, Evan Neal. We don't know yet. We'll see how he does. But being picked so high at number seven. In this year's NFL draft, yes, he's got some pressure. He had—I don't know if you saw this. There was a whole big thing. He started out as number seventy for the Giants. He most recently this week went back to seventy-three, which is his number at Alabama. So everyone's yeah. getting hyped up now that oh, now the good Evan Neal is back. He struggled a little bit in seventy, but now since he's seventy-three, all that pressure is going to go away. But um, that was a little funny thing from the week. But no, I, I think Evan Neal is going to be a really good player for the Giants team. Yeah, I absolutely think so as well. Uh, so what are you looking for from the Giants tonight? You know, uh, we talked about before we got on the air, um, you know, it's Matt Jones probably is most – I think he's not going to play. Yeah, so that's been confirmed. Yeah. He won't play. Uh, most of the Patriots stars aren't going to play. So what are you expecting from this game tonight? You know, what what do you want to see out of the Giants? Say so out of the – yeah, out of the Giants, you, do you have more? I don't want to cut you no, off. No, 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 you go ahead. All right. Um, so what I'm looking forward to out of the Giants, I know they might be playing a lot of second-team uh, guys for the Pats, but I know Brian DeBall, his philosophy, he wants the starters to go out for close to a quarter length. So what I want to see from especially Jones in a game where he's not versing Wink Martindale's defense, where they're blitz-heavy, I want to see him make completions, and I want him to not throw an interception. Past that point, let's go a little bit deeper in the Giants' jump chart. Second round pick for the New York Giants, Wondell Robinson, has been really good so far in training camp. I want to see what he can do against NFL DBs. I want to see if he can get open in space. He's kind of compared to Kadarius Tony, where he's like a kind of a, a joystick type of player, is what people call him, kind of like um, a video game player, where he makes those juke moves and gets into open space. So I hope he can do that in the NFL. I want to see that tonight. And then on the defensive side of things, obviously you want to see Kayvon Thibodeau, our first round pick, pick five. Um perform on that edge rushing position and then a guy a little bit more down in the depth chart um a lot of giants fans have talked about him is micah mcfadden who's also a linebacker um a little bit different than thibodeau but i don't know i I guess i want to see him as well and then 
Sorry, I, I know I'm saying a lot here, but the, the last thing is we lost James Badbury, the number one cornerback for the Giants to the Eagles. I don't know why he went to an NFC East rival, but whatever. It's past that point now. That was a few months ago. But I want to see, because this these Giants cornerbacks now, the depth is a little scary. So are a lot of Patriots going to get open tonight? That's going to be something to look forward to as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, I completely agree with you on that. You want to see Daniel Jones not turn the ball over. That's huge, right? Yes. Um, you know, because again, just something he has always struggled with, you know. But tonight, you know, hoping to see him make those solid throws, you know. Um, that, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure the ball's not going to do anything too crazy with a playbook, you know. Man, just simple stuff like you usually see in the preseason. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah, uh, you guys can catch that game on NFL Network tonight at 7 Eastern time. Uh, Giants, Patriots uh, in New England, so y'all can catch that. Uh, but, Josh, let me ask you this, man. Who do you think that – um, this, the Rams can repeat this year in Super Bowl, or is somebody else going to take that leap and get there? Do we have a Cincinnati type of team, Cinderella year? What do you think about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Um, let's see. Well, the Rams, I think, I think like they have the the what else should I say? The willpower to do it again. I mean, that there's no surprise there. I know they lost some depth at some positions, but I don't think it's going to stop them really much. And now, especially as we know, seeing the departure of Jared Goff, they just went up from there. I mean, getting Matthew Stafford in there and completely turning the franchise around just like that, literally like in a click of a button, um, that was great for them. And then with the, honestly, could I see the Bengals running it back and making it run again? Yes. I, I mean, looking at that connection between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, kind of fixing up that offensive line a little bit more. I know Joe Burrow was getting absolutely attacked last year. And it's not, it's not like a 100% rebuild. I, I know that. But I know it's gotten a little better this offseason. So, honestly, I, don't, I, I honestly am higher on the Bengals than I am on the Rams. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that the, the Bengals have a higher chance to make it to the Super Bowl than the Rams, in my opinion. Interesting. That's a yeah. very interesting take. That is uh, unlike a lot of takes I've heard from previous um, uh, podcasters I've talked to. Uh, they all picked the Rams, but you had the Bengals coming back. Um, hey, I, I like to be different, so you know, let's try it. <laughs> right, right. Do you have them winning? Do you think they can win? Or that just they're too early? That depends on who they play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it definitely depends on who they play. I'll, I'll go on the bold take right now, just saying that they are higher on my list to make it than the Rams are, and then if that pays off, it makes me look pretty good, and then we can go from there if they're going to win or not. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know. Offensively, they're a juggernaut. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Uh, I mean, you know, so. Uh, um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, so um, I appreciate you coming on, Josh, talking some Giants football with us. Good luck to your New York Giants this year. Hopefully, you, know, you guys you. will have a good year. I'm praying the same for my Falcons <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, hope you guys can catch the uh, game again on uh, NFL Network Giants. Patriots don't expect to see a lot of starters, but it should be pretty interesting. So thank you again for your time, man. Yeah, thank you so much, Jay. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. You guys can uh, check us out here on YouTube or on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Also check out Josh's podcast, The Giant Take. You guys can check that out. Really good stuff they got there. Um, this has been Jay's Fit Down Football Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in.